0: Hello, welcome to a podcast for The Lancet, which accompanies our pieces celebrating 70 years of the National Health Service. I'm Gavin Cleaver, and I'm joined by Dr Stephanie Snow, Project Director of NHS at 70, The Story of Our Lives, and Historian of Medicine and Healthcare at the University of Manchester. Stephanie, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. So tell us a little bit about your project then, NHS at 70, The Story of Our Lives.
1: NHS at 70 is a national programme of work supported by the Heritage Lottery Fund, And we're working with volunteers across the UK to collect stories from patients, staff, and members of the public. And what we want to do is to capture the 70-year history of the NHS and its unique place in everyday life since 1948. So over the last few months, we've been working in Greater Manchester and South Wales, and we'll be rolling out across the UK to other locations later this year, including Scotland and Northern Ireland. And we're going to be collecting stories until 2020. The legacy of the project will be the first digital archive of NHS history and we're particularly keen to use this opportunity to capture stories from the older generations so people who remember healthcare before the NHS and of course its creation in 1948. But really, everybody has an NHS story to tell. So we want people to get in touch through our website to share their story and help us make together this unique history.
0: How are you using history to kind of illuminate the social value of the NHS?
1: Well, I think capturing history through recording people's memories, I think that's a very powerful way of showing what has been important to them over their lifetimes and the reflections on the changes they've experienced in healthcare more generally. And what we're finding in terms of the NHS, when we ask people to reflect on the value and the meaning that it's had in their lives, this usually produces a very strong and emotional response because people associate the NHS with some of the most intense experiences of their lives. So for example, if they've given birth and they've had a hug from the midwife afterwards, or if they've had um, you know, a very sort of traumatic diagnosis, or if they've been caring for a dying relative. All of these things are common human experiences, but it's the sort of personal encounters that they have at those moments that I think represents for them what the NHS symbolizes in our shared lives because the NHS seems to be, for people, very much about being human. So it's about being born, growing up, working, living in communities, making families, suffering illness, disease, and ultimately, of course, dying. And, you know, each one of us will have a very different sort of journey through all those experiences. But we do have a shared trajectory. And the history of the NHS does seem to be the Story of our lives in the UK over the past seventy years.
0: Are there any patient stories that really stand out for you?
1: I think one that really does um, was given to us by Joan Meredith, and she worked as a nurse during the Second World War, and she shared her memories of campaigning for the NHS. and She remembers standing on the streets of Nottingham in the freezing cold, trying to hold a banner, and her hands were absolutely sort of frozen. Um, But when she talked about it, it it really sort of captures that post-war optimism and the way in which creating the NHS was seen by a lot of people as something that was really going to make the post-war world a better place for everybody.
0: So to what extent do you think the NHS has shaped the modern history of Britain?
1: Well, I think it's interwoven with it at a very steep level. I mean, it's interwoven with all our lives. It's the UK's largest employer. Um, you know, I mean, its creation was highly contentious. It, it's not something that came in easily. You know, it was resisted by doctors who didn't want to be instruments of the state, voluntary hospitals who didn't want to lose their identity, MPs who were concerned about the sort of economic implications for future governments. But I think the striking thing is the rapidity with which it became embedded with the identity of Britain. And so that by the 1950s, people talk about it as being part of the texture of British life. And that's persisted throughout its 70 years. I mean, now it's more popular than any other British institution, including the royal family. And I think everybody remembers the opening ceremony at the 2012 Olympics in London, Um, you know, when the NHS was there, featured loud and strong with dancing nurses and doctors. But actually, a lot of those were NHS staff. So it wasn't even just a sort of symbolic representation of the institution. It was the institution itself on stage. And I think the that the reason for this is the way in which it was established as a system free at the point of care. And the intention was, certainly on the part of Bevan, um, to separate having to pay for medical care from the point at which people needed to access it. And what that did was take away the fear from people's lives of not being able to afford care when they needed it or having to consider that at a moment that, that was very difficult because of the illness itself. And I mean, certainly, you know, the interviews that we've got, people talk about the friends that they have in other parts of the world where there are different health systems, and this freedom from fear still features very strongly in, in, in people's imaginations about what life would be like without an NHS. And so I think most people see it as a symbol of compassion and fairness and equality. And although there are often difficulties in everyday encounters with the NHS, and you know we've got lots of interviews that describe challenging and um, poor quality care, But nevertheless, there seems to be a fundamental commitment to what the NHS represents um, for Britain and the country as a whole.
0: Well, finally then, how optimistic do you feel about the future of the NHS? What, What does it hold over the next 70 years?
1: Well, speaking... In twenty eighteen, at the height of the seventieth anniversary celebrations, I think it's impossible for us to imagine that the NHS might not be here in another seventy years' time nevertheless, um there are huge challenges that need addressing i mean the relationship between the NHs and social care. I mean, inequalities in health across social groups still persist, and there's an unmet need in many parts of the population, you know, people suffering from mental illness, for example. So, I mean, my hope is that the anniversary can be used not just to sort of celebrate the good things, but actually to pick up some of the more difficult issues in the history of the NHS. And consider these, reflect on these, look at the evidence that we've got about these, and then use our knowledge of that to shape how we move forward. Um, in 1948, I mean, Bevan and others, they had no idea of what lay ahead. You know, the transformation we've had in disease spectrum, new diseases such as AIDS and Ebola, you know, growing ageing population. I mean, none of us can anticipate what the next 70 years will holds in terms of those things but i think the thing that really lit the nhs in 1948 was the vision that things could be made better and i think i'm still optimistic that that will continue in whatever shape or form it takes
0: well you can read all about stephanie's project her wonderful essay and other resources celebrating 70 years of the nhs online now at thelancet.com thanks for listening.